0: mighty people of the most high and magnificent God. This is Heather Miller and I've come to you today with a word from the Lord that he has laid on my heart. And I cannot be silent. This is going to be a little tough one and I'm going to warn you, but the Lord dealt with me yesterday about some things. And as you know, I talk to y'all about how I do my podcast and my ministry and different things. And I go with, um, when the Lord laid something on my heart, okay? And the last time he laid a double message two, two days in a row on my heart was last December, I believe it was, or in, I believe, yes, it was this last December. And I remember waking up, <clears throat> and all that word was so strong on me. It was um, back there, it was, if my people, that was one of them, but there was another one, it was two days in a row. And then the next morning, woke up, as soon as my eyes opened, boom, had a message. I had to get it out. So, two days in a row now, um, again, I have something that the Lord has really laid heavy on my heart. It is a cry out. Um, for some people that may stumble across this message, it could, it could be quite life-saving, literally. This is how urgent this message is that the Lord has put on my heart. And um, the word today is about instruction and obedience. Okay, this is a very crucial time that we are living in. I'm going to be talking to you out of Proverbs 1, one of my favorites. I mentioned that yesterday, but the Lord takes me back to it over and over. I'm going to be talking out of Joshua 1, 9. And i'm going to be talking out of proverbs 3 5 through 8 and psalms 91 7 through 14. uh god willing um that i don't yammer on too much about other things and i make sure i read these scriptures and passages because they're very important okay before i start i want to pray i want to pray over myself and my my own mouth and i want to pray over you so Father God, I come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you sent your only Son to die for us and for our sins, Lord. We acknowledge the faultiness of our humanity. We acknowledge, Lord, that we need your grace and mercy daily to help us to understand how to move around in this earth realm. We thank you, Lord God, that you have given each and every one of us gifts and assignments to do on this earth, to work in your mighty name and to touch the masses with your word of salvation. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that you keep your hand upon our households. You are a good and great dad. You are a great father, Lord. We thank you for you. You are magnificent and we love you. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, also I want to pray that you keep my mouth and that you open my mouth and that you shut my mouth according to your word, according to your will for this podcast, that every ear that needs to hear and every heart that needs to receive would be open. And that they would hear what they need to hear. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Because here's the thing, my brother and my sister. There are people right now that we all love in our personal lives. People that we are related to. People that we love dearly that have been lifelong friends. uh, People we went to school with. People that we do business with. Um, Daily business. Weekly business. People we see at, at... that we're patrons at certain business establishments that are going to be affected by what is coming and already are. Get ready to put your ministry boots on and march in the army of God because as much as I hate to say it from what the Lord showed me yesterday, it's not going to get better. But when it, when it gets tough, the tough get tougher, Okay. And that's you, and that's me. And I'm not talking about a fleshly toughness. I'm talking about a spiritual grit like King David had, like Joshua and Caleb had, like Noah and the sons of Noah and their wives had. I'm talking a spiritual grit to overcome in this earth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Um... I had an experience yesterday um, that really rattled me. It rattled me, but I felt peace within, you know. I had a friend of mine recently, as I'm moving through to accomplish some of the other things that I'm doing in life, um, he said, sounds like you're in the middle of serene chaos. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, that's a good way to describe this. I will always refer to it as that. So, when we're walking through a battle, a, a battlefield, swords clanking, things, people getting injured, you know, things going on, that's what goes on in a battlefield. Or you're, you're in the middle of a storm and debris flying around, you know, sheet metals flying through the air and cutting into buildings. And that's what a tornado looks like. Anybody ever had a tornado whip through? I know Brother Vince out there. You you recently uh, uh, experienced some, some of that. Uh you see things that the storm just comes in and does all kinds of crazy things that you wouldn't expect and you know drive toothpicks into the wall and there's been all kinds of stuff like that things you didn't expect that were unusual um we're gonna have to learn how to be in that serenity uh let me reword that no you're not gonna have to learn to be in it god's gonna cover you in his supernatural serenity so let me correct myself okay that's not gonna come from you love that's gonna come from the Holy Spirit just wrapping you in a peace beyond all understanding hallelujah so the times that we're living in require that it is not a an option You are going to have to listen. All of us are going to have to listen, hear, absorb what God is saying, be obedient, follow instruction, and stay connected to God. Hallelujah. I had a situation yesterday that has inspired this Word of God today uh, that He's put on my heart. I will not apologize. Um, I will not apologize for... Um, sharing the truth that the Lord has given me. You shouldn't either. Um, There are many out there today that are about to fall under the judgment of God and are already under the judgment of God unknowingly. And it's very serious. And it breaks my heart. Okay? Um... We know that the judgment of God falls on the godless. But did you know that the, the judgment of God also falls on believers? This is in the word of God. When the people walked through the wilderness and they escaped Egypt by the mighty hand of God. And they journeyed through. <clears throat> it, they murmured and complained the whole way. They sh- we should all be experts on that story so that we don't repeat it. Those who don't study history are destined to repeat it. That is spiritual history, and we should know that story like the back of our hand. It is a warning. But they not only uh, fell under God's judgment for murmuring and complaining the whole time, they fell under God's judgment because of their fear and disobedience to God. Their disobedience to God was rooted in their fear. Because had they not been fearful, they would not have been disobedient. Do you see? It applies today. There are people right now that have been disobedient. They thought they could do it their way. They thought they could go against what the Spirit was telling them to do. They thought they could go against um, what God was warning them about because it was a fearful thing they were they were afraid that's why the people in the wilderness were afraid to enter into the land because they there was something there they were afraid of they were afraid of the Giants remember and they came back and they reconvened and they said we cannot take the land the Giants are too big after they had received the mandate from God to enter in They came back and and they reconvened and they said, we can't enter in except for two. And we know that was Joshua and Caleb. So it was their fear that caused their disobedience. Just like today, we have a people that proclaim Christ and we have a people This is something that the Lord has been dealing with me over the last 24 hours. We have beautiful people that really love Jesus and do have an intimate walk with Him that have been disobedient. Yes. Just just because a person has an intimate walk with God does not mean that they are not going to be disobedient to Him sometime. We all know this because we, every one of us listening to this podcast has been disobedient to God at one point or another or m- m- all of us many times that we don't like to talk about or admit to. And we had to pay the repercussions for that. We had we had to suffer from what the bad decisions that we made. We didn't go with that Holy Spirit instinct, that the Lord was tapping on our shoulder about that whatever it was, that thing. So you know that what I'm saying is true, okay? Having an intimate relationship alone with Christ does not uh, seal the deal for uh, everything you do in the future. You're not going to make any major mistakes, right? And what we have today is we have some people out there who've made some drastically bad decisions. Decisions, as it is in regards to some of the modern-day things that we know we're all dealing with right now. Um, and unfortunately, because of their disobedience, which was rooted in fear, they're now suffering because of that. And that is new territory for many of us who are called to minister to people in our lives. It has been for me. And I encountered that firsthand yesterday. I had a situation, um, just to put it in a nutshell, um, I had a situation where I went in to get my hair done and this lady is an expert at what she does. She she is, she's been a trainer. She's done all these different things and put a long story short she, she made some drastic mistakes, and she messed up my hair, it's nothing that's unrecoverable, I don't look like a troll or anything, so, you know, I don't have to wear a wig, ain't nothing like that, but she did a, a real number on it, and it was very uncharacteristic of her, and, um, once I realized, and she realized what had happened, I stood up from that chair, and, Uh, basically said, this is not your best work. What in the heck's going on with you? And she started crying. And she started opening up to me. And, you know, we can take these opportunities as times to minister and really demonstrate the love of God. Or we can go in the flesh. Those are my two options. Because I was mad. And, um, you know, as ladies, we we get our highlights and we get our stuff done and you know, that's like our time and, and we look forward to coming out of the salon looking cute. You know, you men have wives out there, you ladies know what I'm talking about. But when you have something happen that's not so good, it, it really can be a real week. it ruin your week. <laughs> and it didn't ruin my week. I can tell you it didn't even ruin my day. God showed up and she began to open up to me and to tell me that she had recently had a mini stroke just a couple of days ago. I was surprised to hear that she was working. It was just a few days ago. And she had been having seizures, uh, which, according to her, she'd had those before, but it had greatly increased, and now it was accompanied by stroke. Um, She's very fortunate that it didn't disable her. So I began to minister and she was in tears and it broke my heart I will tell you it broke my heart because I know the I I don't know her she's not my best friend in the world like I hang out with her all the time but I've heard her heart and she's poured her heart out to me she loves the Lord Um, she takes care of uh, she's such a she loves children she's adopted a couple of children she has uh, several children actually just a genuine person um, <clears throat> to see her cry and to see somebody with so much skill make such an elementary mistake I knew there was something going on <clears throat> so I began to minister to her and I told her I said I'm not worried about this I said my hair it will heal and it will grow back it's just hair but what I'm really concerned about is you and I said I really want to pray with you um, <clears throat> and so I prayed over her and you all know who listen to this podcast. What I'm going, where I'm going with this. Now, and please keep this person in your prayers. Um, she will remain unnamed on this podcast because she lives in my community, and I wouldn't want somebody to make a connection. But I will say that um, um, she's very skilled, but she couldn't think. You see what I'm saying? Because this poke that's what this is about and we're gonna talk about God's instructions to us we're gonna talk about how we're gonna handle this what is God wanting to see from his people and how we're really supposed to handle this so um, handling people with with compassion Okay? How would you like for somebody to handle you? It's easy to get mad, right? It's easy to get angry. I've been angry because this same person, before she ever got that poke, <clears throat> I me- I talked to her. I warned her. I told her. Okay? I shared with her the things that I was hearing, the things I was seeing. Not just things that were rumors and videos on TikTok. Those those don't carry as much weight as some of... I shared with her the top virologist. <clears throat> One of the top viro- virologists in the world. Nobel Peace Prize winning doctor, Dr. Montagnier out of France, discovered HIV virus, won a Nobel Prize for it. Came out <clears throat> and he made... A very scary prediction. Look it up for yourself. Uh, His name is spelled uh, M-O-N-T-A-N-G-I-E-R I I believe is how it's spelled. Look it up. I'm not going to go through all the details of what he said, but it would raise the hair on the back of your neck. Very scary. This is a Nobel Peace Prize winning doctor recently Just very recently, in the last week or two, we had the number two ICU doctor, uh, supposedly in the world, writes more um, medical journals than almost any other uh, doctor in his field. Flat out came out and said, it's a problem. The injuries are coming in. It's overwhelming. It's dis- debilitating to people what's going on. This is very serious. Now, Heather, what are you doing here on this podcast? Are you trying to, you know, uh, uh, redirect the whole thing into talking about the Pope? No, that's not what this is all about. It is po- It is a great deal of it is, okay? But this is about being obedient, being wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove, and Following instruction, um, I am hearing these stories left and right, three and four people away from me, and I really started to notice it in my own personal life about a month and a half ago, just a little bit at a time, okay? Um, And I say three and four people away from me because almost everybody in my inner circle, aside from a few are unpoked okay so i'm not hearing anything from those people but i'm hearing people that know people or people that know people that know people three and four people away do you see and they're the reports are coming back to me like oh Uh, my cousin recently told me her co-worker 43 years old has three beautiful children blah 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 healthy as a horse, looked great, she worked with her for years, um, dead, she just died a couple of days ago, Uh, a couple of weeks ago, she had a a disabilitating stroke, um, and completely just, no, no quality of life, that, that stroke was huge, okay, she remained, um, in ICU, there they're trying to bring her back around she finally gave up a few days ago just a couple of days ago really hurt my cousin um, I'm hearing story after story and those of you that listen to this podcast or texting me saying uh, my so-and-so who knows whatever I just heard that they had a blah 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 stroke heart attack cancer all kinds of stuff this is not to discourage you I promise you that the encouragement is coming these are not. Uh, these are days that we're living in that are uh, very, very serious. I don't. Ha- I don't know how to say that enough. I can't. It's like I don't have human words to describe what the Lord has shown me, and I'm getting to that. Handling these people is the first thing I want to talk about because that's what the Lord put on my heart yesterday. I came home from the hair salon. I went straight over to the, the big makeup store. And a beauty store, and I bought these expensive things to try to fix my hair, but hair is just hair. There's a human factor here that has had to be dealt with, and, um, <clears throat> I was able in that moment, by God's grace, to respond in God's love with her, um, because she knows I'm a believer. How horrible would it have been for me to turn around and be a a diva, get mad at her, and and be ugly to her about it? That would have been awful. That would not have been good for my witness. It would not, we are ambassadors for Christ, right? But in moments like that, we're like, you messed up my hair, you know? And I told her she did. I said, you burnt my hair, (laughs) and she, she knew she did. And it was because she couldn't focus. And um, because of what had had just recently happened to her. We don't know what's going on in people's lives is what I'm saying. Um, Be led in the love and the compassion of the Lord. But see, when God's judgment falls on His own people because of their disobedience, uh, it's a myth that the judgment of God falls on only the wicked. That's not true at all. Look at King David. The judgment of God fell on him for things that he did wrong. And many others in the Bible. And even us. We have all experienced a heavy correction from God at one point or another. So we must have compassion. That's the first thing. Okay? That's what this podcast is really about today. I want to keep it focused on uh, the love and compassion of God. And how we're going to handle this. uh, Soldiers of God because there's a lot more coming and I'm going to get to what the Lord told me before but first I want to read Isaiah chapter 4 I'm going to read verses 1 through 3 is this is what the Lord put on my heart you know before this ever happened yesterday on my way to the salon <clears throat> I was feeling funky feelings anybody ever anybody out there know what I'm talking about we just kind of feel I felt How did I feel in that moment and when I come into the salon? I had a feeling of dread, and I did not know what it was. What about my hair? Hair's just hair, you know? I still look cute, I think, even though, you know, I've got some hair problems. That's that's a stupid thing. I'd go buy a wig. I don't care. (laughs) It was the feeling of dread. excuse me i've had some congestion for a while here the feeling of dread that came over me was later revealed to me in a vision uh, in a picture you know a picture in my mind when i say a vision i'm not talking about an all-out trance sitting on a mountain uh that kind of vision i'm talking about god shows me uh imagery and things in my mind he, he uses things as allegories and Uh, such and and talks to me through that and I'm a very visual person anyways because I'm an artist and I'm very artistic so I see things before I put them down, you know, so that's just how he uses, he talks to me we all have a way he talks to us but um, it was revealed to me that basically I had that feeling of dread because he was about to show me the show me the dreadful things that are lying ahead as it is in regard to this subject. Um, y'all can tell I really dance around certain terminology because this thing does get published to Spotify and I will tell you that I'm, I'm very much considering not publishing it anymore to Spotify and then just having people go directly to my website. Um, But I have not decided that yet. Um, I really hate these world companies and systems because they are so crooked and I've had experience with that with Facebook, but, um, there are things coming. We need to get prepared for, but God is not going to forsake us. That's the good news. God is going to instruct his people. Hallelujah. And you're going to, you're going to have that instruction from the Lord. It's coming. If it hasn't already, it's coming. Word of God tells us in Isaiah, "Comfort ye, my people; comfort ye, my people," saith the, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her, that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she hath received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness prepare ye the way of the Lord make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Okay, we know that was a prophecy of of John the Baptist, I almost said Elijah, Um, but basically he's telling us to comfort, okay, those who are under God's correction we are not to be judgmental and hoity-toity to them uh, because it is a temptation right now uh, to to get angry with people and completely just abandon them and give up on them because we're frustrated we're frustrated with people who wouldn't listen am I the only one that feels like that no I'm not It's a temptation to completely turn our backs on them and say, well, you did it to yourself. I tried to tell you. I have numerous loved ones in my life and people that are dear to me. A few compared to many others. Some people have mostly people like that in their life. I I have to say I have a few, but the ones I have that are a few are very significant people to me. People that should have known better. People that I shared with, people that I warned uh, that, that I thought was on the same page as me, and then later came back and said, I did it. And it just stubbed me in the stomach. It was like, oh, it hurt. It's like, oh my goodness. Um, and it's a temptation. It's a temptation to say, I told you so, and to get angry at them and just give up on them. But we can't, we, we can never give up on people we love because it's true love. What they do affects us because we love them. But what do we have to offer in this situation? What did I have to offer her yesterday? Compassion. Compassion. That was the only thing I had to offer. As you all know, And some of you out there, exactly the same way as me, laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover, believing in the power of God to touch lives, seeing bodies get healed right in front of your eyes, in your house. But I will tell you in that moment yesterday, I had nothing like that to offer. All I could do was be compassionate and pray over her. God's mercy and love and compassion that God would walk with her. And I like that feeling. I'm a doer. I, I want to be able to pray over someone and see them get healed. I want to see that happen. But when somebody has put themselves in a position because they were driven by fear to their to disobedience. And now they're under that correction. As a preacher, as a person that preaches the word, as a person that I, I'm speechless. So the Lord showed me, just comfort them. be there with them. It's kind of like this. It's like some of you out there, you've had people close to you and that have died and <clears throat> been on their their deathbed. And what do you do? And you know the Lord is taking them to the other side. You go and then you just comfort them. Just be with them. Hold their hand. Let them know you're out there. My heart feels like I want to cry right now because that's what I see coming to this country. It's gonna be all over this country, all over the world. The Lord showed me yesterday on my way home. And you know, I wasn't even angry. I wasn't angry. I can say I was frustrated, like I was praying all the way home and I was praying to God and I was telling him, I told her. I told her, I told several other people, I'm frustrated, Lord, what do I say? And that was when the word came to me that comfort you, my people, comfort them okay, hallelujah, maybe I'm beating this like a drum, and y'all are like, get off this subject already, move on, I, that is, it is so important that we continue to walk in the love of God in the midst of this, we're fixing to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but that's what's about to go on, it's already begun, and on my way home I, I got a visual that's what I'll say. I'll call it that. I got a very plain visual of a mountain top, and you know how you see uh, the mountain top. It starts to crumble, and you start to see the. the it's not smoke. It's a. Uh, it's the the. The powder the mist or whatnot of the snow and it begins to fall and and it's a rumbling sound and and then the people at the bottom are like run you know run get out of here because they know the avalanche is coming that's what the Lord showed me is what we are just starting to hear loved ones listen pay heed pay heed my love don't turn away don't turn me off you have to hear this it's necessary just because you didn't get the the poke doesn't mean that there's not other instructions that you need to hear okay god wants this message out there to people that the people at the bottom are wanting are wanting to run That is exactly what we're dealing with right now. We are hearing in the distance, in the third and fourth person away, fifth person away, we're starting to hear. Oh, Lord Jesus. It's like when the spirit of death came in through uh, Egypt over the whole land, okay? And if you didn't have the blood of the Lamb over your doorpost, the spirit of death was coming upon your household it's almost identical could you imagine loved one being inside your home the blood of the lamb over your doorpost what were they hearing at that time we are hearing the moans and the cries and the desperate pleas and and the wailing and the mourning of loss right now in the land it's just starting to get to us we can hear it in the distance okay but you are kept hallelujah you are kept so back in um before moving on i want to read out of psalms 91 this is going to encourage your heart finally something that's some good news, right? Like, Heather, where's the good news today? Uh, this is some good news, and I'm fixing to beat my drum, too, on another subject. It's the word. I have to give this word. Even if it takes me two podcasts, I'm going to get this word. That would require a third podcast, but I'm going to get this done. It has to get out. Um, I don't have a gigantic li- listener base. I'm not Joe Rogan over here, okay? I have a dedicated group of of, uh, a few dozen people and I love every one of you and how you will text me start knocking on my my door <laughs> Where are you still doing your podcast I'll get one of those every now and then and I'll say yeah I'm still out here okay but but when I get a word it's for a specific it's, it's for a specified group of people and I believe that people share this message in one way or another with others We are intricately connected to each other. Each of us have a a specified assignment. Hallelujah. But I'm going to read Psalm 91. The Lord put this on my heart. Starting at verse 7. Sounds just like today. Listen to this. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right side, but it shall not come nigh thee. the foot, thy foot against a stone. So his angels are going to watch over us. How many of you, how many of you out there still believing in angels? Yes, God's angels are real. Uh, there are folks out there that want to discredit and, and play down the role of God's holy angels in our lives. Um, Because there are so many people out there today and and involved in other things that are giving the wrong kind of angels attention. You know what I'm saying? Because they were all angels before they fell from, before a third of them fell from heaven. So not all angels are from the Lord. But there are holy angels sent from the Lord God to watch over you. Hallelujah. I personally think that my angels uh, maybe take shifts because uh, I've been wondering about my angel because I'm thinking that maybe he's asked for reassignment <laughs> because i could be a lot to te- i know for a fact god has had his angels watching over me i have had some close calls even the last couple of years driving and such god there was there was a one time last year where i wondered how i didn't get in a major accident because none of it made any sense um, it must have been God. It had to be an angel must have been watching over my car. It was as if my car um, Went the back end of it. I'm not saying that this actually did happen It, it felt like it, it just didn't make any sense. It was like the back end of my car had to have gone through The front end of somebody else's car. I don't even know like like supernaturally somehow I don't know how I, how I missed them. That's what it was. I believe in the supernatural uh, protection over us to a degree that we can't even logically explain it. I've heard other people tell stories like that. So if that sounds weird, I've got more. But I'm going to keep reading. So the angels shall watch over us. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name." Okay, that is our promise. If that doesn't encourage you, I don't know what will. Um, but moving on, uh, wanting to talk about Joshua 1, okay? This is very powerful. If you don't read Joshua 1, you need to go read it and read it thoroughly. Um, I'm going to read out of Joshua 1, but I want to go back in my own heart and walk and, and reflect and, and end this podcast also, where I want to go back to 2019 for a moment. And um, the Lord reminded me yesterday, you know, the Lord comes to us, uh, precious loved ones, brothers and sisters, to comfort us, Okay. When there's nobody around to comfort you and you're in the car alone God is there with you to comfort you not all the time do you have a friend just right there handy to be with you and counsel with you it's just the Lord hallelujah and that's all we need but in that moment I mean it really bothered me a whole lot more than getting my hair uh, turned into french fries Not that bad, but um you know, she 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 did it. she did it, but more than that, I tell you what bothered me more than that was it disturbed me very deeply what she told me, because she's several years younger than me, having a stroke. This is happening over and over, over and over. Matter of fact, it seems like, more often than not I hear about the strokes than I'm hearing about any heart attacks maybe that's just happens to be because of the people I know just I haven't heard a lot of that um, it disturbed me it shook me up um, so the Lord brought me back to 2019 and I want to tell you the year of 2019 that was the year that earlier in the year in March of 2019 go back and listen to that podcast that came out in 2020 um I'll have to look up which one it was but uh that's the year that the Lord spoke to me after I came off of my 21 days of fasting okay I didn't get anything during the fast it was just like nothing just you know I I didn't hear my and then when I got off that fast boy did he talk to me he woke me up in the middle of the night um, and uh, kind of between asleep and awake and I had a dream um, and I dreamed and the Lord talked to me about the judgment that was coming upon this country this is in 2019 when things were good Trump was in office economy was booming best economy we've seen in 50 years and the Lord spoke to me And as a little girl, I looked up at him and I said, Oh, Father, I said, I told them all about you. And I told him all about your miracles and how you can heal them. I know they're going to love you now. Just like a little child would. That's how child reasons. In this dream, I was a little child. And he spoke to me ever so gently and powerfully. And he said to me, not even a supernatural miracle will turn these people's hearts back to me the only thing they will understand is my judgment and you know how it is when god speaks to you he can say just a few words and you get the the broad picture many many you understand it's more than just the words he said. I understood what he said. What it meant was not only was he about to bring some people to their knees, but, but they literally, that the people were at a point where that was the only thing that would reach them. Because see, our God is long-suffering. He doesn't just dole out just uh, judgments left and right every time we do something wrong. He's very gracious. He's long-suffering. And when God gets to the point where the only thing, He said the only thing that will reach them is my judgment, He meant it. And that was in 2019. And it was hard for my brain, my small human brain, to comprehend it. But I cried for weeks. I cried for weeks. And every time I would tell somebody this story, it didn't matter how hardened their heart was, they would get tears welled up in their eyes. And to this day, sometime I'll tell this story and people will well up with tears because it's so powerful. The judgment of God is done out of His love. To turn a soul away from hell. That's right. And that's where it's at. That's where we've come to. Fear. Disobedience is rooted in fear. Okay. And going on into the fall of 2019, I was really rocking my little real estate career in the summer of 2019. Doing quite well. Very happy. And it was the Lord. He was keeping his hand on me. And I was making a living, you know. It was that feeling like, you know, after my husband died, uh, you know, widows have that feeling. Especially stay-at-home moms that, that are now widows. I, I spent most of my days focused on the family okay and now it was like okay I'm out in the career now um, uh, out in a career and trying to take flight and so I was really feeling the elation of getting my wings getting the wind under my wings and yeah yeah I am gonna make it. it's gonna be okay I'm gonna provide you know I was feeling those feelings (laughs) feeling very victorious feeling very victorious (laughs) and the Lord came in and he pretty much just put the pause button on me. And I was like, what are you doing? I thought that we were going to do real estate, Lord. <laughs> and I had lots of wonderful stories that year. And uh, good stories, God stories, and, and, and real estate stories, a spiritual real estate story. You know, Real estate can be very spiritual. Um, and the Lord put the pause button on me and he basically told me he didn't want me doing any more real estate for the rest of the year and that he wanted me to just focus on him and he would provide and I said, okay, well, that's what I did. And fall of 2019 is when he started talking to me because see, things don't make sense to our natural mind, do they? It don't make sense to our natural lo- mind and logic. I could have chosen in that moment to say, "Oh no, that's the devil," or I could have chosen in that moment that the Lord was telling me that to say, "Oh, well, uh, I feel." Uh, afraid of doing that and so I'm gonna go ahead and do it anyways and go ahead and 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 that would have been disobedience I could have made that decision out of my own pride I could have said well no because I want uh, I don't want what would my friends think about me after they see me doing so well and me just uh, lay it down for uh, the rest of the year then I did have those thoughts that last one I really had those thoughts Uh, And I did get some criticism from some Christian friends uh, one in particular that she didn't understand But I knew it doesn't matter if your friends and family understand you doesn't matter if they understand the instruction that the Lord has Given you the mandates that the Lord has given you it doesn't matter if they agree with it Because in the end when you stand before the Lord, they're not going to be standing there with you God's not going to be asking them. He's going to be asking you why you didn't do what He told you to do. Even if it doesn't make any sense to other people. It doesn't even make sense to you. You do it anyways. Had I chosen to be disobedient, disobedient, out of fear, in that moment, the Lord would not have been able to show me what He was showing me in the fall. And what He showed me in the fall of 2019 was Noah's ark. All kinds of emphasis on Noah's Ark. I could do ten podcasts alone on Noah's Ark. But what he was showing me was judgments coming. It lined right up with the word he had given me in March. Get in the boat. I mean it was plain as day as if he had it in big ten-foot-tall letters uh, like the Hollywood sign over in California on the side of a mountain. Get in the boat. And uh, you know, the Lord, like I said, you know and I know that when the Lord speaks, he says a little bit, and we get a bit, so much out of that little bit. Get in the boat was about being in intimacy, and the Lord reminded me and refreshed me with all of this yesterday. Get in the boat was about hearing from God in intimacy. in in intimacy walking close drawing closer to God than you've ever drawn receiving instruction and being obedient get in the boat when I shared this with one of my most precious childhood friends who is a strong believer I I when as soon as those words came out of my mouth the Lord is telling me and he's telling me to tell people get in the boat she said oh and she started coming to tears almost over she said it gives me chills and she said the Lord has spoken the same thing to her and said he said get in the boat and stay in the boat that's what he said to her okay God uses us to confirm the word between us ain't no they no reformed theologists gonna tell me i don't hear from god that that ship sailed a long time ago ain't no reformed theology calvinists gonna tell me god don't speak ain't no reform theology calvinists gonna tell me god doesn't heal god doesn't do supernatural things and all those people see there's different groups right now that proclaim christ not saying they're not saved Okay, this is where it gets tough. I'm fixing to go there. Like I said, I may have to do a second podcast. It might be three podcasts. There are different groups that are being judged right now. The judgment is falling on them. Because of various different reasons. Different groups have different reasons why he's judging them. If you go over to Revelations. And you start reading about the different churches in there. He judged all those churches according to different things. There are groups out there right now that just lock down stubborn as a mule. Do not believe in modern day prophets. Don't believe in modern-day healing they don't believe in any of the nine gifts of the spirit just locked down like stubborn mules and they're gonna fall under the judgment of God for that because they refuse to listen they refuse to change their stubborn ways and because of that they're going to perish with the wicked ones in the natural Not saying that their souls aren't saved, that they didn't receive Christ Jesus as their saviors. That's not what I'm saying. That's kind of a gray area for me, honestly, because I personally don't understand how you can profess to, to serve Christ Jesus, but yet He doesn't speak to you. Because see, there's a difference between knowing God and being in intimacy and just knowing about Him. There's a difference between being just, I just believe in Jesus and I serve Jesus. Well, how are you going to serve him if you don't know him and he doesn't know you? That's what Matthew 7 is about. There are people that know all the scriptures. They have all their doctrines. They know all about God. Like they read the Bible from flap to flap, but he looks at them. They say, oh, Lord, Lord. Right? We did all this. We cast devils out in your name. We did all these things. Okay? We served you. We did all this. And and he says, I don't know you. It, intimacy is a lifesaver. It's a soul saver. Um this is a hard word. I have to preach it. I have to share it. Warn the others. The grace period. For doing it your own way, my love, is over. God warned about this. He has warned us about this. If you've been getting the Holy Spirit memos, okay, you know, back at, you know, everybody in the office, the memo goes out, the the email goes out, okay, and you all get on the same page because you read the email, okay, well, if you're not getting the Holy Spirit uh, emails, Okay, the inner office memos from the Holy Spirit, you're missing out. It's time to stop doing things your own way. It's time to stop being disobedient out of fear, uh, but that ship has already sailed. Okay, I, I, that, that word there, the, the one I, that what I just said is out of time. Okay, it's not time to stop. The word is for people that didn't stop quite a few months ago, Okay, and didn't get this, what's going on in the spirit realm right now, are already suffering under the judgment of God because of their disobedience. It is time now for, for, um, plan B here and how those of us who are trying to get our instruction from the Lord and follow those things through is, is to reconvene. How are we going to deal with the hurting people? Comfort them. Isaiah 40, comfort my people comfort them love them continue to walk my love in in obedience and instruction (sighs) um get in the boat stay in the boat this is not this is not a game this is a spiritual war we are in i sometimes uh when i do some of these podcasts sometimes i feel like i'm i'm in the middle of a war and. And I'm out here with my little microphone. You know, I do it on my iPhone though, but i out here with my little microphone, you know, warning the troops, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this is how the Lord uses me, you know, is I share the words that are on my heart and crying out to the people. That's why I can relate to Proverbs 1. Uh, now I'm going to read out of Joshua 1 before I move on. Um, he was very, very, and, uh adamant that's an understatement in Joshua 1 about how to to conquer okay he wanted them to go in and to conquer right and this is it was his will go in take Canaan. It's yours. The Giants. I'll handle the Giants. Just go. Be obedient. And they were fervent. They were passionate. They were ready to go in and take the land. Hallelujah. It's not about the stuff. Go back to that podcast. It's not about the stuff. It's about the victory. It's about the boast on the Lord. The victory. Grab hold of it. Overcome all things in Christ Jesus who strengthens you. Hallelujah. This word here and revelations tells us that they will overcome him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony okay hallelujah we have to overcome we have to perform the assignments that God has laid our hand to and it here in Joshua 1.9, it was absolutely opposite of what the the previous generation did where they murmured they complained and they were disobedient out of fear and Joshua 9 he says have I not commanded thee be strong and of a good courage be not afraid neither be thou dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest opposite you see where they were disobedient and because of fear Now he's telling them, fear not, be of a good courage. Okay? Hallelujah. Heaven not commanded thee. He's giving them instructions. We are being given instructions right now. Some of you have some instructions. Do those instructions. There's an instruction that the Lord has given me. Not only... Not only to do with some of the, the other things that I feel the Lord has me pursuing right now, but also other instructions that I'm actually this day going to go and try to start accomplishing those instructions. And I prayed over it. I said, Lord, I don't want to be doing this out of fear. I will. I refuse to do this if I feel like I'm doing it out of fear. And then peace came over me and I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this thing. I trust you're going to guide my hand. Okay. So we're called right now. Many of us are called to be Noahs. Okay, you're building a boat. Okay, some of us are building bigger boats than others. I'm sure there's people out there right now, soldiers of the Lord, that they're building. Uh, they're they're building like cruise ships. <laughs> And I'm building like a little yacht, you know. Everybody. There's many people and we're connected. Not all of us are called to be Noah's. Some of us are called to do other things. Some of us are called to be um, a Joseph's, okay? He's going to use you like a Joseph, a kinsman redeemer. There are so many things. The Lord is using us. Follow your instructions because they're only your instructions and not anybody else around you. Sometimes they're not going to understand it okay but you're held accountable for it okay so be willing obedient be compassionate love on God's people try not to get angry with them be there with them hold their hand be available don't turn your back on the suffering but be prepared because we're just now seeing the beginning of in the distant rumbles of the avalanche, hang on, strap yourself on, strap yourself in with your five-point spiritual harness. Keep your feet standing firmly on the rock that is Jesus Christ, because nothing of this flesh is going to save you. That's a word for anybody out there that wants to. Um, continue to hang on to your fleshly logic and your fleshly interpretation of this Bible none of that is going to stand you've been warned Just I I do think I have a few reformed people that peep in or whatnot on this podcast just because I I just I know that I do Uh, God uses me to minister to them too that they want to stay with this just hard nosed version of the Bible um I'm not going to get into all of that right now. But um, they don't believe in the power of God. It's just like people who were warned. It's just like people who were warned. And they they took the poke anyways. You also are being warned. That it's time to put your pride aside. See God with all your heart, mind and soul. Know that he is with the people in, in, in present. In power. In demonstrative power and that God walks with the people. Turn away from that. Turn away from your prideful ways. Okay, walk in the power of God because those are the mighty trees that are rising up right now in this very moment, in this day and age. God bless you. I'm running out of time. Um, No matter what happens, no matter how big the avalanche looks, you have yourself a lovely day walking in the power of God anyways.